This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. And we get the back view of him. And I mean, it's just a mega. 52 yards is a long shot. Uh, Magnum P.I. is what yeah. we named him. No idea. Just but, a magnum. Yeah, just a magnum. Come on, Cam, last year, we said probably 150, mid-150. Yeah. Same Doe from the morning come out with that nine-pointer. Here, here steps out this 90-inch eight-pointer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah. I'm like, okay, well, there's still a buck back there grunting. Yeah. And then out steps like another 90-inch eight-pointer. Yeah. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. You're like, I'm like, deer, right there. Yeah, like And he's 30 already yards. 30 yards. Yeah. He, he was literally five yards from the base of the tree. Could have been at a buck down at 1.40 in the afternoon back there deep on public. Three does come out pretty early. It was like 2.45, 24 yards shot, sent the combat veteran. And I tell you what, man, dude, it just smoked. We always get so jacked up when the other person kills. It's just almost like we got it done. Yeah. And when you kill that doe, I was like, hell yeah, man. We come down here to Missouri. My ass Comey one more time. I'm like, is it a good buck? And he goes, yeah, real good, solid buck. I'm like, all right, boom. <laughs> and the deer just drops. Sure. Super special to me. Whitetail Legacy Podcast, bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes, and we got a lot to say. Man, that is the, the <laughs> opening hit different when I don't get the countdown because you're in control yeah. of the computer oh, yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. you're <laughs> like, like, oh, I, I don't know what we got going on. We're, we're ripping. We're Stuff's ripping. in my ear holes, and I like it. <laughs> Serotonin's flowing right now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we are going to Missouri, like you've heard for the last three episodes. We're uh, we're still recording, so we had we want to record an episode of we're going down here. We got a little history on this farm, what our game plan is, what we plan on doing, 
Um, and on the way back, we're going to finish this episode, and we're going to talk about if our game plan worked, how the hunt went, what we've seen, what we would change, what we would do different if we could do it again, and then maybe some planning for next year. And that's that's the idea for this. <clears throat> um, I think this is good for us to reflect and also maybe valuable for the listeners to get some reflection too. So Yeah, kind of go through our thought process yeah. of maybe setting up for the hunt. Yeah, so all right. We're going to get into the people make this possible. We're going to get into the show. Um, we're going to start off with Exodus, guys. If you're looking to snag one more cam, get it ready for late season. Um, late season is one of my favorite time to run cams, man. You just It's so cool to see what survived, what made it through the shotgun seasons, the rifle seasons, what's still out there kicking and popping, you know what I mean? Um, so um, they got stock in there, and you can go in and snag one. And uh, if you guys want some just regular content if you haven't checked out their youtube page make sure and check out their youtube page full of awesome content hunting content informational content whitetail cribs they got it all um right on optics guys if you're trying to pick up an optic um they don't just have hunting optics they also have pistol sights red dots uh ar-15 reticle sights anything that you need shooting wise they have and that's all backed by the warranty. So if you're wanting something um, that you know that you're going to have the rest of your life, you got a, a you know your trusty carry pistol, and you're you're really secure with it, and you want something that you know that I'm going to have a lifetime warranty in case this site messes up. I'm not going to have to try something else out because I can't get this site fixed or whatever. And you got to recite in your whole shit of the stuff that you carry to defend yourself. When you can have something for a lifetime, you know I'm going to be able to consistently use this site, be comfortable with it, and know that if it breaks, I'm going to get a brand new one guaranteed. So, um, you got Last Breath? Yeah, Last Breath TV, guys. Uh, hopefully, this hunt will be on Last Breath YouTube yeah. here before too much longer. But in the meantime, um, they just put out here a couple weeks ago their top 30 biggest bucks um that they've been able to kill on film and i always love that like it's nice short sweet um a lot of kills and a lot of big bucks and um you know we're not the only ones um on the team that have got it done this year so far um matt just killed jesse killed grant's killed um i'm sure one of the girls here pretty quick is going to get on one and uh, I, I got no question Garrett's going to gonna get one here. As yeah. much work, prep work as they do for the late season, um, going to be a, a, probably a slam dunk. So a lot more content coming down. Season's only, you know, marginally over. And um, got some bucks out there, some tags left to be filled. Oh, yeah. And if you guys need the Badlands code, looking to get some camo at a discounted price, go ahead and reach out to you. We can hook you up with that. And Black Rifle, um, if you use code Whitetail Legacy, you can get any product 20% off off the website, including the coffee club, which I absolutely love. Getting coffee in the mail, I don't even have to think about buying it. Perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's get into this Missouri hunt, um, kind of break down the property and how we're going to approach it. So we have a 150-acre piece that we're going on, um, maybe three or four of it is the house up top mm. not a lot of cover up there the barn stuff like that we got 50 across the road it's more dense bedding uh, more timberish couple small fields on it then we got the main 
uh, 90 acre piece. It's a mix of tall grass, overgrown pasture, couple food plots, um, and some thick oak cedar timber. Um, there is some lanes cut food plots, got a couple ponds on it. Um, the neighbor does have some ag, which is a huge benefit for us being in Southern Missouri. There's not a lot of ag. Um, so we do have the benefit of there being a bean field that these deer do like to use a lot. Um, and it's set up kind of an, uh, an L where the property across the road is kind of like a boot goes down. There is a power line cut on the very south of or the very east, east of it yeah. that we I've always said that we should hunt, but I never have. And it might be something that we try maybe the second morning or something. Um, would be a really good spot to not get winded and you're kind of like in the heart of everything. Maybe maybe if we want to make an evening move, just go back in there and try it out just because it's such a cool kind of... I've never hunted it the whole time. Really? I've, yeah, I've never been wow. there. So huh. be pretty cool to go back in there and, and try it. Uh, but what, we're, what our game plan is is bed to food with the does and the bucks are on the does. That's our game plan. We're going to go in between the ag and the bedding, um, and we had some success with this a couple years ago. I shot a really nice buck down here um, doing the same thing. The first four minutes of shooting light. Um, <laughs> Literally. Why did we move that evening? Um, do we know? Well, we had the gator down there, and all, I mean, oh, yeah. we had all that <sighs> shit down there. We went and got the buck. and Yeah. We just weren't. We probably shouldn't have moved. Probably but, not. Yeah. yeah. Should have went to that power line cut. But yeah, the <laughs> yeah. game plan will be go back to the same tree. We know we can get in. We're going to hang and hunt in the morning. It's going to be cold. Uh, I'm going to have to leave pretty early from the house, make a move, uh, get down there, get set up, try to catch these. The Mennonites have a bean field that they plant pretty big, probably 40, 50 acres. Um, and my grandpa's farm holds a lot of deer. So we're hoping that the does are pulling off and these bucks are coming back off this plot with these does. And it's kind of like a spot where last year there was deer just kind of milling around out there in that open. Um, out in the grass? Yeah, in the grass. That doe is just kind of out there just milling around. Oh, two years ago? or Yeah, two years okay, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm hoping, hoping that same thing kind of happens we got does out there milling around buck coming to check them and we can make it happen mm-hmm. happened really quick uh last year i don't think we can get that lucky again but we got beautiful weather um we got a, a low of 27 in the morning high of like 44 six mile an hour wind setting up really nice to hunt um gotta go in there we're gonna have a lot of shooting we can shoot a long ways we're gonna be able to see a lot of ground um, and hopefully just see a lot of deer. We end up hunting and seeing a couple more does and a forked horn, six-pointer or something. Mm-hmm. And we got down early and kind of wasted. Yeah, I think uh, we got down at eight. Yeah, wasted a lot of the day. So well, if you got a buck down, we'll probably be like, oh, yeah, we got we to gotta get down there. But <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. We hadn't killed anything that year, and that's why we were like, well, God, we got to. I think the curiosity of what you actually shot yeah. got us too. Yeah, because it was so dark. We're like, you're like, you can see the rack sticking out of the grass, but then you get down there and you can barely lift up the damn yeah. rack because he's buried in the grass, you know? So the curiosity of like, I shot a buck with a half a beam. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, is, yeah. I was like, did I just shoot a half rack? Because I've done that before. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, look like I had two racks. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, taking the 270, um, good out to 300 all day with it killed it like 60 yards probably 
two years ago, didn't we? 65, 70 yeah, yards? Yeah, yeah, 60. Somewhere in there. Hopefully that's about where they're at again. They could be on that lane right in front of us at freaking 25, you mm. know. That's kind of where we're setting up for a lot of the shooting. Going to be in a big oak tree. Lots of limbs. Not going to get busted. These deer, they don't look up down here for some reason. No. I'm <laughs> uh, going to have the rifle. Going to be able to wear all the Badlands gear because you don't have to worry about drawing. <laughs> right. I'm going to have all the warm stuff on. Pack it all to the tree. Try to get set up quickly as we can and uh, and have a good hunt. Um, going to ha- be able to eat some of Grandma's food. That's going to be fire. About to yeah. smash some cobbler when I get down here. I told her we didn't need supper, but I might say, hey, we haven't ate anything yet. And she'll <laughs> get something cooking here. I'm going to make that text message right now. So go ahead and fill that, in for me while I make this text message. That's not a bad idea. Message. Yeah. So, um... We did scout down here while we were um, hanging uh, back in 19, and I'm kind of surprised that the way that Cody's buck came, he worked diagonally through this block of timber off of that bean field out into that grass, and I mean, I wasn't even barely got the damn camera arm ratcheted on to, uh, like, that's how early this deer came in, that we heard him in the timber, and... um, if he would have just worked straight, he would have went right by that buck sign. But instead, he just wanted to come out into that grass. And then um, that could have been potentially because th- there was does up there uh, that we didn't see because we had just got in. And the way that we accessed that, um, we we made a big loop and came all the way around. Uh, are we going to try to make that same access in the morning or uh, are we yeah, just going to come straight down? We might just go straight down. The wind's blowing us that way anyways. Yeah, it's, yeah. We Is just kind of made that loop. Uh, I don't know what we'll do. I don't know. I just feel like the deer aren't going to be there while we're walking in. Like, if they're there, we're going to bump them if we loop or not. Yeah. I just feel like we made that loop because maybe we had a south wind. I'm saying, I can't remember what the... And we were trying to loop in to get in there to not blow all the stuff... Mm-hmm. That potentially the does coming off the food plot and stuff. Yeah. With the west wind, we're going to be blowing back, kind of back in there anyways. But I don't know. That's a decision we have to make how we're going to access. Because, I mean, we're going pretty, right in the center. Pretty far away from the house. Yeah, we're right. going about as far as you can get. Yeah, right. And like like what I was saying where that buck sign is, is um, Cody described his property as an L. And then just at the corner, the bottom corner of the L, there's also a clear cut um, that goes back into the timber and that's where that buck sign was and it's also a spot that with a rifle you can shoot and that's one of the benefits of sitting at this spot is you got all that open grass in front of you you have that little block of timber behind you and the plots just north of there but then you can also squeak a pretty good clean shot down that lane and and i i love that it's a little open secluded spot um, a like deer a can just come out. 60, 70 yard gap. Yeah, you know? a, a deer can just come out. Be like, okay, I, I can, I can see what's out here. Do, is, oh no, do, we did hunt there that evening. Remember, because we had, we hunted there again because we had like three or four does oh, come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did come out. Yeah. So maybe we did hunt there that evening. We did. And then the next morning we went across, or did something. I can't remember. But I don't anyways, know what we did the morning. Yeah, we hunted there that evening because those does come out because we thought oh man there's a buck coming because they're making hella noise remember so maybe we didn't hunt across the road we I just drove over there yeah. in the tractor in the say, gator i didn't think we hunted across the road at okay. all okay yeah but yeah so 
we hunted there in that evening, and then we went home. Yeah, and then we went we home. We didn't hunt the second day. Right. Yeah, okay, so that's what it was. We hunted down there, and we had those does come out, and they were being loud as hell. We thought, oh, man, there's something with them. There's three or four of them we seen yeah. that night. Yep. So we, every night we set, we we seen deer, but yeah, every day, we, every time we set. But yeah, that's just a good spot. It's kind of centralized, a lot of bedding around it, um, and with not, like, I mean, if we didn't have kids, we could come down here and run cams and make stuff work. But we value time with our kids so much that we're not, we don't have a lot of intel down here. Mm-hmm. I wish we could come down here and pull like five cams. Yeah. Like we yeah. could make that happen. Like that wouldn't be, like when we come down here in September, we probably should run over here and hang like five cheap ass cams. Yeah. Know, just to put out and yeah. let them run and then just pull the data. And that would kind of give us an idea of, should I shoot this buck? Should I not shoot this buck? What's the class of deer that are on this place? Like, mm-hmm. am I going to shoot this deer? And then five minutes later, there's going to be something <laughs> some, some giant gnarly. come out, you yeah. know? <clears throat> so uh, Yeah, I see I see both sides. That. Like, if you, if you want to come down here and, like, you know, really be in the game, or, I mean, like well, we're doing I, now, you're just kind of down here, we're hunting, yeah. you know, um, it, it like i don't know what's what's a good deer down yeah. here you know but like i know you've told me but that's what i said earlier on the way down here i'm like you're gonna have to like coach me up like all right yeah that's that's in the ballpark here yeah. you know yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're I'll, smashing I'll let you know. yeah i'll be out here waiting for like a 140 yeah i'm like ah no i mean there's there's good deer shot down here all the time but like a 125 is pretty damn solid there's just there's not a lot of ag and the reason there's not a lot of ag is because unlike the midwest iowa missouri it's hella rocky like northern missouri it is hella rocky down here so they can't plant that much ag does it have more is it more reddish dirt here too yeah it's not as rich yeah it's definitely very low yields and it's so rocky that it's just piss poor um i'm not sure why the mennonites plant it i don't know if they get they probably get I don't want to speculate, but I'm assuming they get some kind of tax write-off for yeah. agricultural land or something. And they do harvest it. Um, and they they got this. They run this giant rock picker every year through it after they disc it up. It's ridiculous because huh. they disc up a bunch of rocks and they run a rock picker before they plant. Um, it's it's a huge. It's a lot more workload than there. But it's great that they do it. But like I have friends down here that kill 130, 140, 150 class deer, but 150 class deer is like wow like you shot a hammer and they don't get the mass that we get for some reason mm-hmm. they get the width they get the tine length yeah, sometimes you, but they just don't have the mass yeah even all. your buddy's big deer didn't yeah, have they didn't have that thick no. mass you know and he shot that in northern like north north oh. of where we're at yeah so he shot that on him i wish we could have sean mccoy we should have sean mccoy on as one of the low-key hunters guys absolutely killed hammers like when I was growing up, that was the guy that was the dude that's like just smacking. You want to talk deer hunting? Talk to that dude. Yeah, like he killed a thirty-three pointer one year, <laughs> and then he went back to kill a buck to get a hide for it, or just kill like a doe, oh. big doe, and smashed a giant. <laughs> like just trying to kill a big doe, and killed another like one sixty-five. But he oh, hunted geez. northern Missouri, so north of us, a few a few hours, so that the further north you go like you get south of the ozarks the ag just kind of peters out it's because mm-hmm. it's too rocky mm-hmm. too hilly too rocky um but my grandpa almost bought the 40 that the mennonites have but he ended up not doing it um but it 
it's good that they got it because they're putting the ag in. That's helping. My grandpa does have some food plots. Um, he is in a CWD county, so he cannot bait. Uh, you can't bait during season down here anyways, uh, but out of season you can if you're not in a CWD county, but he is in a CWD county. So Missouri's um, – shout out to Missouri's Conservation Department. They put a lot of money and a lot of pride in what they do, and they have game wardens that were patrolling. You go to Illinois, man, hell, you go five, six, seven, eight seasons without even seeing a game warden even at a gas station. Yeah, and, like, the uh, uh, CWD check-in yeah. station was, like, the real deal when we were down here in 19. Yeah. Um, Hell of people volunteering So many at it. people, you know. Had the whole damn parking lot lit up, um, yeah. you know, a great facility. You could kind of see what the quality of buck was when we went there. Yeah. Like, I had the biggest deer that was oh, there. by far. You know, I mean, everybody's just down here shooting and it's funny to hear all the shots opening morning it's just like bing, 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 because landowner tags are you know rapid down here you get a lot of landowner tags and just go to town so mm-hmm. 288 here bro 288 for gas oh man we're slipping 54 cents cheaper than us it's <laughs> ridiculous but yeah that's that's the game plan down here um second day if we don't kill we might try the power line cut dude let's just get back in there and get something we haven't done before okay or, and you know, second evening if we're not feeling the the front, and yeah. uh, and then maybe the next day we'll go across the road and hunt the doe bedding, see if something comes out of that. Where, where the power lines on the main? That's on the main, all the way as far south or far as east you can go. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it I stretches the whole property. Did not. So make we it should over be able there. to get high and watch both directions, and maybe maybe make something happen. Okay. This would be a cool place to break out a decoy. I brought the horns. Maybe rattle some. Rattle some. He, my grandpa said that he has eight potential shooters that's been located on this property, but a potential shooter to him and us might be different. I don't know. Four <laughs> on one side was always a rule growing up, so that might be, you got four on what one side, on? you know, that might be what we're going on. But, of course, he wants us both to kill. Grandma wants us both to kill. But we're going to go down here, have fun, hang out with him, hunt, hang out with grandma and grandpa, eat some food. Um, and... And like I said, maybe come back and try to do some summer work on this place. I plan on bringing the boys down maybe a day. Maybe I could throw some cams up then. Or just give them the cams and the battery and be like, here, Grandpa, put these somewhere. Yeah. We'll, you don't even have to check them. We'll check them when we come down if you don't want to, you know. But he might like checking them and running them anyways. So. <clears throat> he probably he, run it better than we do. Yeah, he's probably. he's. I remember I got him one of those bat- or trail cams way back in the day with the D batteries and. He had a slammer on there, pretty good one, probably high 140 class deer. Mm. So, Potential's never know. There. Never know, yeah. yeah. Potential's there, so we'll get down here. We'll see what happens. We're going to set up, um, and that's the game plan. We're going to go to where we know where the money is the first day, and if it don't pan out, scout and hunt, scout and hunt, scout and hunt. That's all we can do, bounce around. Always have that rifle ready to rip when we're down there because <laughs> yeah. you can shoot a long way if something pops up, so. All right, guys. Well, we're going to hop off here for now. we got 3% on the battery, and we'll be touching base with you on the way home, hopefully with a couple bucks down and stories to tell. Are you on the second track? And we're on the back. We're on the second track here. I added the plus button. Loud as hell in the ear holes going on (laughs) right now. All right, guys. It is Sunday midday, and we're driving back, if you guys know what that means. Um, We double bucked. Bucked out. Yes, we did. Opening morning, rifle season, 270, putting in work out there. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, where, where do you want to start? Let's start it out. You go ahead and go first, homie. Talk about kind of 
we talked about the plan on how we were going to approach this, what we were going to do, and uh, got a little intel from the grandparent, grandpa, and made us want to go there even more. So go ahead and break her down. Mm -hmm. So uh, grandpa's been hunting, and uh, he shot a doe here three weeks ago, and then he just got an absolutely beautiful shot, like right off the, wait, what do you call it, the front porch? Uh, you know, just yeah. looking overlooking the property, and it's about a good 80 to 120 elevation change. Like, he's up on top of the hill, and, um, you know, he can just sit up there every night and watch the food plot, uh, watch the couple of travel corridors that they got going to the ag field from bedding, and, you know, really just get a good feel for what's out there without even really having to run cams and, you know, use that intel for, like, you know, daylight activity out there. And uh, plus then when he hunts the food pot or the blind, you know, and um, so we're talking to him about what he's seeing. And he said that there's a, you know, a handful of shooters is what we got told coming down here. And one big 10-pointer, um, an old heavy 8-pointer. Yeah. And then um, a couple bucks in the middle of the road. And then um, that, that was about it. A bunch of young deer, and, yeah. And, and he said that the amount of young deer this year. Um, is probably the most deer that he's had on the farm ever and so that you know and, and that's what he really loves about the hunting aspect now is having the property and he's putting in work on it he's doing food plots he's keeping the trails mowed and um, taking out some of the old you know, thorn and hedge and all that and you know really just making the property the best uh, that it can be for a whitetail and turkey and um, so he said he'd been seeing them at the bottom of this hill right by the house and going out to this ag field that the Amish had planted and um, that he hadn't really been into the farm since he shot that doe, just trying to keep it fresh for us, which is super cool. And, um, you know, when Grandpa's doing all the work, he just wants us to come down and, like we've said on here before, have fun, enjoy hunting, and, you know, he wants us, he wants us to be successful more than probably we want to be successful. And, um, you know, like, that's his, that's his goal now. That's the stage of hunter he's in now. And, um, you know, Cody and I were talking about, you know, is one day we're going to be there, you know, and... Uh, for now, we're, we're not there. Yeah, you're still going to love the game. You're going to love the chase, but you're going to be like, hey, I got this buck, man. Yeah. I'm telling your grandkid, I got this deer. He's been over in here working. Good chance if you go in there, you can get a chance at him because you probably get to a point where you kill so many and <clears throat> you're just like, well, someone else has turned to Yeah, and to you got your down. own piece right out the back door. Yeah. So um, as far as access goes, because I know I brought it up on the way down, um, we just went straight through right from the house right down to the um tree that we hunted two years ago we were banking on the does being on the ag and everything and they were they were all on it yep so instead of looping around and kind of bumping anything that was coming off the the north ag we were like man we're just gonna cut straight through and try to get down there early enough to where we don't bump anything off and it. it's gonna be about five ten minutes quicker yeah just to get there because we knew we we're gonna have to beat these deer to get in before that they started coming back one good thing is we had great temperature and they were going to be most likely hanging around a little bit longer on the fields and that's exactly what happened yeah and another reason we wanted to go down there is the pennsylvania guys i guess some mm -hmm. guys had got permission on a piece from pennsylvania right and we were thinking hey if those guys go in they're going to push you know some some deer to us and those does and and that 
Forgothorn stuff did come from that way. Mm-hmm. So maybe they got pushed off of there. But we were thinking they're going to be in there. The Amish is going to be out there on the on the field, and that'll push everything kind of right towards us. And uh, we'll be right in the middle there, kind of waiting on them. So um, we got set up, and we were just sitting there, and we kind of seen two does at the bottom of the hill where Grandpa had been seeing them, and they come in, and then we're looking up there and two more come in and then they start running around this big brush pile up there and yeah this uh, is probably what 400 yards yeah yeah Yeah. it's yeah it's a ways ways. and um we're almost waiting for a buck to be on one of them two does just as much as they were running around one of them was a fawn but the other one was you know an average doe for this area and um, yeah, deer are just way smaller. Yeah, deer it's than crazy small. Body size wise and rack size wise, of course, but it's compared to what we're used to up yeah. in Illinois, you know. So um, we're down way south of Missouri, so there's just no ag. You know, they got a lot of pasture and acorns, and that's pretty much all they got. And if you're in a in a county that can bait, you know, then mm-hmm. people are supplementing them that way. But uh, we're in that CWD county down there, so. We should touch on that at the end of this, too, because yeah. I think it's pretty cool. But So, um, d- d- does are filing in just like we got told that they were going to be, and, you know, we're waiting out, and then um, a doe kind of comes in a little closer to us. and. Uh, oh, yeah, right when we got set up, we had that doe right across the oh, yeah. rip. Yep. Like, you're like, there's a doe looking at us. I'm yeah, like, oh. Like Cody just sitting down, and I was like, hey, there's a doe over there. And all, all you could see was the white on her ears, really and uh she come out in the into the lane there then that's where you remember how small they look yeah like, that's god like, that thing yeah, is that's, tiny that's when you're like okay if this was both you i have to really be dialed in yeah. here <laughs> <laughs> not much margin for air right there but uh so yeah we had a deer right there close and she kind of winded us right there and then bounced off but like with grandpa not being in there the deer would just literally bounce 20 yards and then just be chill again. Just feeding. Just, yeah. Yeah, just feeding. Never blew. Around. You could tell she, she winded something, and then she bounced back, and then just feeding out there. Yeah, like, cut oh. right back through the corner of the timber for 15 yards, popped out on the other side, back to doing whatever she wanted Still to do. Still 40 yards out there just feeding. Yeah. Like, like then, well, that's good. Um, This doe that was here about, uh, you know, 725-ish, I guess, um, she was you know 80 yards walking to us and i thought she was just going to go in the timber and maybe bed in there but she just got on the mow trail and come wrapped right around the corner to us and then that was a mature doe that was pretty that, big that big was doe. a good yeah that was a really good doe and uh cody said that hey there's a buck he didn't quite know what it was and because we're we where we're setting the grass is like shoulder tall on these deer in a lot of spots mm-hmm. and then there's hedge trees everywhere kind of like sporadically throughout this grassy overgrown pasture stuff and then there's blocks big blocks of timber and we're on a point of a big block of oak and cherry and walnut and hickory it's got all kinds of shit in it but i was looking in there i'm like man then you could shoot pretty far into that timber behind that stand i kept looking to the back thinking maybe something was going to slip in on us that yeah way, it's, but. it's nice and open and with it being you know majority oaks there the, yeah. the timber floor is pretty loud yeah so, so I was, you see a deer, you just, you get to see a body and then you lose it and it comes back. And then once they get out and my grandpa's made nice openings for shooting, you know, and then you can get a good idea of what it was. So this doe comes in and the buck's behind her and, um, 
We just that was me. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, my mic's turned up loud. Yeah, I was I like, whoa. I think is it the is this mm. the max right here? Is this what I'm going on right here? Yeah. yeah. That does the whole thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm starting to get the rifle ready, and we don't have that Joe Rogan cough button over here. <laughs> yeah. Side and turn the mic back on. <laughs> and um, this doe's literally 20 yards in front of me, and um, this doe's looking up in the tree at us. She's and, like 10 yards. Yeah, I mean, you know. she's literally right there. And you're, oh, we forgot to say, you're in a ladder stand. Oh, yeah. A I'm double a, man ladder stand. I'm in a kingdom up there. Yeah. Literally a kingdom. I can, I'm in a hang on, <laughs> tiny ass hang on stand right. that we put up, you know, because I wanted to be up above him, so I put the stand up above him to film him, and then he's in this absolutely gl- glorious. Oh, I get to spend about eight minutes. Got the shooting rest up there. Got the rifle leaning on it. And uh, so with the buck coming in, I'm like, okay, like <clears throat> the doe's right behind the tree where the rifle is, so I'm just going to slowly raise my arm. I'm not looking at her anymore. I'm looking at the buck, trying to find where this buck is because we still don't know exactly what we got coming in, so I'm going to be half-ass ready. And um, the doe bounces off, just like I said, another 20 yards, and then chills back out. And then the buck ends up being the biggest, at least four-point that we've seen down here. Yeah. I mean, he's 130 yards, and you can see <clears throat> he's got a good, decent rack on him, you know. Yeah. Good frame. You yeah, know. good frame. Going to be a, probably a good deer. And he might have had brow tines and been a six, but, I mean, it was a damn good young yeah. deer. And um, the doe goes into the timber across the lane from us, and she's cool. And then um, Cody said, hey, I think there's another buck up there where that four-point was. Oh, we seen a spike buck, and then we seen a, a six-pointer, a, a clean set, or another fork and horn. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that's when I said, hey, there's another buck back there. Okay, right. so, yeah, and then you said... He's going to come out in this opening, and I thought you were talking like that four-point was going to come across that little timber patch in the middle. So I'm kind of looking over there waiting for him to come out. I'm talking about like the opening right where the four-point just came out of. Like yeah. I could see he came out at an angle back in there, and I just caught the fork and horns here, and I'm like, that can't be the same deer because he's 65, 70 yards. And I think those guys probably met and then rolled past each other and see this is like one thing that happens when you're in a new area or a spot that somebody hasn't been a hundred times and you're and you're looking two different ways and you're um you're trying to get like because you're facing one way and i'm facing totally another way so your angle and my angle is going to look completely different and you're higher you know so yeah you could see better out of your stand than i could so it's just trying to coordinate everything mm-hmm. when you don't know exactly. Like, if we went to the timber set, yeah, you we know, would know. you'd be like, boom, okay, yeah, right there. But you're in a new spot, so trying to line everything up. And then Cody's like, okay, uh, edge borderline shooter is up there. So I start grabbing the binos, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a good buck. Get the binos up there. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going to shoot him. And then he's like 125 yeah, in tall grass and next to timber, and I'm trying to find him on this camera. So, so. I, I get him on this, I get him dialed up in the scope, and I'm like, all right, are you on him? And you're like, no, hold on. Hold up, hold, hold up. up. And uh, so I'm like, okay, okay. And this deer's like a fast walk. He's not just chilled out, but he's, he's cruising. 
And I'm like, man, that's kind of a far way to try to get this deer to stop if he don't stop on his own because I'm running out of real estate and uh, in this shooting window that I got. And I'm waiting for Cody to get him on camera. And uh, then the deer stops. I'm like, are you on him? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, shoot. And I'm like, oh, man, that was a good shot. Felt good about it. And he just starts kind of almost bulldozing, tails down, head straight forward. And he just bolts out of there. And um, then he, Cody gets him going through the timber a little bit. And upon further review, like, we watched the footage back, hammered him. We're up there. We're high-fiving. We're jacked up. Got my first rifle buck down. And um, the adrenaline was real. Yeah. I don't, the adrenaline I was, was real out I there, was dude. I was jacked, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it was. Like, I was – you drive down here and you put the time in to drive down here and you'd bought the tag – you know and it's 265 for an out of state which isn't a big deal but you're still like man I, I came down here and killed one i want you to kill one first rifle deer like it's a cool memory to have a uh, memory that you're sharing with me you know forever now and yeah and uh i was a super jacked i could tell you were super jacked i you know we put a good shot on him i could tell you're super jacked about that and i was like i was like oh yeah you because i went frame by frame i'm like oh yeah you smoked him i could see the impact the wave of the bullet but that deer just carried the 270 like a champ. He did, and deer's slightly, slightly quartered away. And yeah. when we got up to him and you know got to looking at him, shot just right behind the shoulder, exited out the opposite shoulder. Uh, absolutely perfect shot. Yeah. The, the, the deer had no heart left. Yeah, deer had no heart left. It was in a yeah. million pieces. Yeah, and and he probably went a good 80 yards. Yeah, probably 80 yards. 80 yeah. yards down into the timber. We seen uh, so when we got down and. <clears throat> got over there we were just going in there expecting him to be you know like 40 yards away and um he wasn't so we kind of regrouped back at the truck and was like okay we just need to find some blood and then we'll we'll just go right to him and um i got like 10 yards in the timber i was like oh shit yeah okay here got blood and then we were just walking um that was like a fast walk yeah nothing crazy um blood wise it was just nice good um oak timber that you could have good leaves on to see the blood and uh seeing him kind of either stop or stumble a little a little bit a couple times yeah i don't think he ever stopped i think he was just falling on the film footage i got him kind of falling on a couple times you know and then um you know there he was down in the lowest point of that timber and uh walked up to this deer and we're we're looking at the footage in the tree you know and i'm like yeah man that's that's what i seen in the scope like that's it's a good good solid eight pointer and uh we get up to this deer and his left side is sticking up in the air and i get about 15 yards from him and i'm like whoa look at this thing and his g3s literally comes out like an inch and then it swoops around and does like uh, almost a half circle yeah with uh his tine and then he's got a little acorn point on the end of his main beam on that side and um just a really cool characteristic deer and his other side is a beautiful eight point side um decent length and the end of that beams broke off too mm-hmm. so i don't know what this guy's blind been up to too. yeah and a blind eye on that uh yeah. that side that's a hit, little messed up. Or something on that one side during velvet and probably messed it up messed it all up i would say he's he's been into something so um a cool deer and um you know 
thank you for letting me go first and oh, yeah. try to try to get me on a rifle buck and you know goal achieved and um we did we pulled the old switcherooski in the tree again and um just like i said we were so fired up and everything and i haven't even told anybody i just texted my wife and said buck down at 744 right after i got in the cameraman stand and you know we're up there we're still talking about it and you know we're both shaking pretty bad just fired up and then um cody's behind the gun now yeah i'm like i gotta chill out case a buck <laughs> comes in man i'm jacked up and i was kind of making a joke about this ladder stand like it was a double man ladder stand and i was like laid sideways in that thing i'm like man this thing is nice bro i'm gonna take a nap in this thing you you'd be cashed out yeah i was it, you had the gun rest all the way around you you, you know couldn't fall out or anything it was just perfect and i was kind of laid back and we were talking and that was after we were high-fiving and loud pretty pretty loud you yeah, know what i mean we were loud there uh, for a couple minutes and uh then a dope we were talking about this cedar tree like man we just need one right at that cedar tree to come out you know and here comes this doe is running out i'm like oh mouth open running i'm like oh yeah yeah i, I think i said oh shit i was like oh shit like <laughs> i'm laid down in this thing <laughs> you know what I mean? so i set up i get the gun over there i'm like oh yeah and then a buck that comes right out this is like five minutes after homie shot buck comes out and I think I said, oh, yeah, or yeah, something. Like, oh, like, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I, he comes out, and I'm like, oh, it's a seven-pointer. <laughs> and then uh, he was walking across the grass, thick-bodied, four-year-old. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, what do you think, homie? You know, it's opening day, you know. And homie's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like okay, okay. <laughs> First, I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm shooting him, and. Dude comes out at like 85, 90 probably, mm -hmm. runs to 40, walks straight at us, and then turns broadside at 35, 40 yards, and right on the shoulder, he does the miraculous, how they kick twice in the air, I don't even know how they do it, and then kind of runs, and he's thinking, yeah, I got this, I got this, and he makes about 30 yards, and then he's like, oh, no, I'm done, and he crashes, and uh, two bucks down in five minutes, you know? Crazy. And... My buck's a, a heavier horned seven-pointer. Um, Body-wise, looks like a four-year-old, especially next to your deer, bigger bigger block of your head. But yeah, probably just a deer that didn't have a lot going on for rack-wise. And um, I seen him. I was like, man, that's exactly what we kind of come down here for. Just a solid, good time buck. You know, where you're like, hell yeah. You know, nothing giant. And uh, it was just the circumstance of. When do you get to buck out with your buddy five minutes apart? And we were already talking about how we wanted to get down and get your deer like five minutes after we shot it, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And then I was like, well, we can get down now. <laughs> we bucked out. So um, we were super jacked up and called Grandma. I messaged Grandma and said, homie just killed his first rifle deer. She's jacked for him. And then she said, well, how do you want to, you want Grandpa to come get you? And I said, no, we're going to hunt a little bit longer. And then five minutes later, I'm calling her. I'm saying, yep. Um, Grandpa could come get us now. We both shot bucks. And she was like, no way. I'm like, yep. And uh, it was just like our plan. You know, we went in there on that corner where we had good history with. We knew the wind was going to be right. Deer coming off the ag. We kind of talked about there being late movement because um, of, the cold of the cold temps. And we're kind of just in like a little 
spot where if they want to be in that cover and go north or south, they have to pop out in that little somewhere. opening somewhere in there. And it's, it's, I call it an opening, but it's tall grass and mixed with trees. And it's way far away from the road. It's way out, you know, it's way into the farm. Yeah, a lot of great cover there, but, but you, it's open for hunting, yeah, you know. But you have to, they have to hit that gap to get anywhere from north to south, you know what I mean? So I'm thinking... And that's all it was is you you caught a cruiser buck just cruising along that edge yeah probably scent checking that timber and then i shot that buck just right off of a doe the I doe that came in there this morning in the morning you know my buck would have been downwind of where all them does were in the yeah, morning yeah he was just downwind checking that bedding that he'd end up dying in mm-hmm. and cruising that edge and probably going to go bed or probably not bed at all probably just keep looping around through there and yeah, working he probably would eventually come over on the food plot side yeah. check that real yeah. quick because he was all downwind of that yeah yeah but yeah just, just textbooks you know rut hunt getting in between the bedding and the food and catching a cruiser yeah got him up there took pictures got to take pictures with grandpa with two bucks and then both of us with our bucks with grandpa and he's he's tickled pink grandma's i don't know how many times she said man i'm so happy ryan got a deer and you guys had a good time i'm like we said thank you about a hundred times you know you don't know what else to say like you put all the work in on this piece and we come down and just hunt but that's what he wants he wants us to just come down and hunt because no one else hunts it really Mm -hmm. it's just him and no one else and and he's like i'll take it a couple bucks ain't gonna hurt anything at all you know (laughs) and it's really not i mean we've seen eight or ten does up on top of the flat and that one small buck and then we seen the three small bucks the buck you shot the buck i shot and two does and we hunted till what eight eight thirty till seven fifty seven fifty yeah yeah you know i mean and we seen that many deer it's just just goes to show you if you got property that you ain't pressuring and you're in a high dense deer density area like he is um there's there's a lot of deer in there and we didn't bump anything going in and if I'm coming back down, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, I want to go to that ladder stand in the corner. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I kind of like that place, you know. <laughs> um, so the buck on the corner, double. And I shot my buck literally 20 yards from where I shot my buck two years ago. Yeah. Like both of them 40, 50 yards right off that corner. Perfect. You shot your buck just about as far as you can out of that stand. Yeah, I would say that's about, other than that spot right there, shooting just straight out in front of that stand up in that little gap where that doe wants yeah. that spook yeah um you know which is still maybe 200 225 yeah. tops yeah that's about as far as you can shoot and i mean we are covering a lot of ground right there yeah yeah that's why i kept saying like man if anything comes through here we're gonna be able to see it you know and it, we were just talking about this of if we didn't have two guys in the stand like that eight pointer was only out for brief seconds so it You'd be blown away by how many deer you miss when you're out there by yourself. Yeah. You're looking one way. Like, you got that doe there. You're paying attention to her and a buck slipping on the edge over there on the side. I'm going to say, because just with where where my buck was, like, he would have probably been right at the end of the shooting window by the time I would have even seen him. Yeah. And that's yeah. even if I'm looking over there. Yeah. I just had the right angle to say, hey, there's something. So we kind of were already yeah. – I was already prepared. And right when he came out, I was like, all right, good buck. You know, and that gave us time to at least you get on him and then me with the camera – you're trying to get the light and get on him and he's 125 and you're zooming in you're like okay i'm zoomed now i gotta get focused and you're running two eight because it's three five because it's still early you know and yeah trying to get that focus perfect but yeah just absolute perfect missouri op- opener got him up top cleaned them all up there in the 
the back of the truck and coolers and we're headed back to illinois did want to touch on the cwd thing um before we end here in missouri the first two days of rifle season if you're in a cwd county you actually have to take them in basically like to a deer check station yeah and they cut the lymph nodes out of these deer way up in the jaw or somewhere in the neck top into the throat yeah and uh kind of a weird looking I've never really noticed yeah, it's that. Like a little nugget. Yeah, like that little nugget in there. But they got guys that cut the cut the lymph nodes out, and uh, they don't do it for fawns, and they don't do it for deer you want to mount. But we're gonna European mount both of these bucks, and we figured we'd give you the sample, and you get a certified number that says, "Hey, this is your sample." I bet you that that is the number of deer you think for the yeah, county. I would think so. <clears throat> or the yeah, I'm three thousand one hundred ninety nine. But well, uh, yeah, that was. I think that was. Yeah. 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 So I don't, I don't know if that's the whatever it is. But anyways, um, you get a sample collection. You can actually go on there and check, and they'll actually call you if your deer has CWD, and then they break the counties by down by little squares, and write what square the deer come from and everything. So shout out to Missouri um, for doing that, and also shout out to Missouri for their damn app for their technology yeah, advancement. The, like yeah, the ease of use on the telecheck and stuff was just in it was awesome dude so on this app you have a profile you've already submitted your hunter safety course record um and then you just go on there be like all right what do you want to hunt it has the dates on there it has the weapons you can use on there and it's basically all the pertinent information real short quick and you just buy the tag through the app and then you have a profile on there and then you say okay i have this tag and then you notch it on the app and then it says, okay, what did you kill? Did you kill an antlered buck, a doe? How many points? Um, is the circumference one inch above the base, two and a half inches or greater? Yeah, and then... And then you just notch it. And it says it's irreversible and this tag is no longer valid. Boom, done. Yeah, yeah. And then telecheck is what county and you just... Oh, yeah. It's all... I mean, we're from Illinois where you still got to call in and... And spend a 10 minutes, Do the automated... Minutes touch tone bullshit and buying tags you got to drive somewhere and we just finally got a website and they missouri's got an app and they got hell of people working at this telecheck plate or this uh cwd place because one deer had cwd in the county three years ago or something like that yeah <laughs> you know what i mean so they uh they take a really good pride in their their whitetail and they got really good numbers and um just excited to come back you know and and do it all over again Big shout out to my grandpa and grandma. They have an absolute beautiful farm, guys. Like if you think of like a beautiful southern Missouri hedge tree, overgrown grass, cedars, like everything you would think a whitetail would love. Mm-hmm. Food plots, like it's it's beautiful. And grandpa's in that mode where he just likes to take care of the deer and watch them and let them grow. And um, he was like, "Yep, a couple good bucks right here." You know, he's he's seen what we. You know, he, he'd probably shoot both of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they come out. So, um, but just an awesome weekend and uh, bucked out again. I'm bucked out again. Homie's got another tag. He's going to be filling soon, probably. Shotgun coming up next weekend. But hope so. Bucked out and, man, I don't know. I got some, I got buck tags. I got doe tags, I guess. I mean, I could shoot a gun, you know, gun doe, but I don't yeah. know. I don't think I will. I got too much meat. I got a meat. I got a Missouri buck in the cooler right now, riding home in the back. <laughs> yeah, we got a couple European mounts and be able to look at those mounts and think about, you know, every time 
we see that deer about this hunt where we bucked out together five minutes on the, about the, on the corner you know the yeah the the excitement for 10 minutes there of just absolute pure adrenaline rush it's like it was like you were hunting 20 years ago where like pretty much any solid bucks on the table you don't know what's out there you're just out there to literally have a good time you kill we're all jacked up and we're like well we'll just do the switcheroo hang out for a couple hours and then boom another kill on a solid you know solid buck like i don't know what else you could do you could go down there and hold out and try to kill like like a like a 130 it's like a 160 of home you know how long does it take to hold out to kill a 150 160 yeah how many 130s do you see before you see that you know and it's all about the experience you want to have and we just wanted to have a bang up time and that's exactly what we did we were laughing high-fiving i was saying dumb stuff i had a beanie <laughs> on with an orange hat on top just looking silly as hell out there um it was just an absolute blast man and uh i got three bucks homie's got two bucks on the year working towards three so we said we were gonna get six bucks and we're almost coming through for you guys we're so. working on it yeah we're working on it so hopefully we can have one more story to tell you guys before we wrap up the year here but like always we love you guys um if you haven't killed this season keep grinding and just try to have some damn fun out there that this is what this hunt remind me of it was i told homie said that is the funnest hunt that i've been on in a long time yeah. where it wasn't like oh it just what well, there's no stress there wasn't like the stress to kill there wasn't stress to kill a certain bug there wasn't a stress to do anything it was just hell we'll just go down here we'll hang out and hunt and see what happens enjoy watching deer and maybe get a shot you know i was saying really i think that's kind of the whole mantra we put on this season is just getting back to having fun because yeah. you know two years of trying to chase magnum and stressed all that as hell shit and, and you know making moves and overthinking it and you just I mean, think that you're just, not good you're just an ass at hunting because you're putting so much pressure on yourself to kill a certain deer instead of just going out there and just sending it and having fun right and i feel like when you do that that's when shit connects for us we just gotta this sounds solid you know let's do that instead of you know trying to plan stuff out to a t you can't do it out there but our plan worked go to the corner set where we had success in the past and uh, we said we needed a 10 minute hunt and we had an hour and a half but it was two bucks i mean yeah you gotta you gotta vouch for that <laughs> add a little time for two bucks two, in two 10 bucks. minutes two bucks minutes. yeah two bucks in 10 minutes is what we needed but that's what we got and uh then the next day we got to hang out with grandpa and just kind of chill you know and the whole rest of the day clean the deer and do the whole nine and do a little shoot off on the hedge balls yeah, yeah. both missed on that one but it's hard to hit a head ball about oh. 150 <laughs> hanging from a tree. He was out there. He's out there, but 270 put in work. We put in work, and uh, freezers are full, and bucks on the wall. I don't know what else to say, but appreciate you guys listening. Try to have fun this season. Gun season, hopefully in, or, I mean, you're listening to this pretty far out, but hopefully it's in, and uh, we are, uh, you guys can have some fun, man. We should probably release this before gun season. We should release this next right off the rip all right yeah so enjoy your gun season have fun shoot what makes you happy try to do the right thing try to leave a legacy and white tail legacy is out